in the grass, I will rejoice. this morning. Amen. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we are so grateful for another year of Thanksgiving. Lord, we thank you for being a good God. Thank you this morning for healing us when we were sick. Lord, we thank you this morning because you healed us not only physically, but emotionally and spiritually. Lord, we thank you for saving our soul. We were already condemned, but God, you step in in the nick of time and you save us from destruction. Thank you for being a good Lord. Thank you for being a Savior. Thank you, O oh God, for your faithfulness in our lives. Lord, we are grateful for every family present here today. We just want to stop by to say thank you. If we have a thousand tongues, it's not enough to sing your praise. We are so grateful that we can count on you when no one is near. Thank you for everyone present here. I pray, oh God, you started the good work in them that you will finish it until the day of Jesus Christ. We ask for your presence in our meeting today. We ask for your Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. Where the, where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. We receive that by faith this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. For those of you who are here for the first time, uh, this is a time of the year that we don't get too busy eating and drinking. We come to the house of God and just share with the Lord God, say thank you. And I'm, I'm going to assume that every one of you have something to be thankful for. So I want you to begin to think through your life and think of things that God has come through for us. 
the truth be told, none of us made it on our own. It's the grace of God. So not only do we want to say thank you, we want you to take advantage of those standing mics. And the Bible says we overcome. How? By the blood of the Lamb. Point one, in the words of our testimony. So somebody may be blessed today hearing your testimony. Somebody may turn their ways to the Lord just because of your testimony. And all of heaven rejoices when you share your testimony. That's the purpose of those mics. So the choir will help us from time to time to sing. And then your job is to share with us. You can share your testimony. You can pray. You can sing. Whatever the Lord puts in your heart. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's start with congregational song. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing its word. Think about the words. It sounds like music in my ear. loves you. I raise both hands. You may be seated. Now question. What is it that makes you know that Jesus loves you? Will you care to share that with the audience? What is it about you that makes you know that Jesus loves you? Or can anybody see you and say there's something about this brother or this sister? Jesus loves him. Jesus loves her. Anyone? Or are you online when you say Jesus loves you? Or you just don't know? We found one in the whole congregation. 
All right, two now. Where, where yes, know, sir. Where I know Jesus loved me. I'm 72 years old. I could remember when I was a boy on the farm. My father was plantation sharecropping, and God had brought me this far, and I know it wasn't love. And I know he loved me, and I know he loved my family. It was 12 of us in my family. Out of all 12 of us, it's two that passed away. All the rest of us are living. And all us pay, all us are past 65. And I know he loved me. Thank you. Somebody else. I know Jesus loves me because the word of God says that he gave up his life for us. He willingly said, I laid out my life. He said, only to pick it up again. He didn't have to do it, praise God. But he did it out of love for you and I, praise God. And I realized, praise God, if I was the only person on the earth, or you were the only person on the earth, Jesus would have willingly given up his life for us. And I know, praise God, that he loves me because he sustains me and he keeps me every day, praise God. Him. He gives me strength, praise God, to do the things that within my own human ability I'd be unable to do, praise God. And I thank God for all these years and everything stuff that he sustained his people. He's kept us. He's been a provider to us, a healer to us, a deliverer to us. Yes. Whatever we need him to be for us, praise God. He is that in our lives. And I thank him for it. Amen. Somebody said he kept me all these years. So he must love me. That's a good case. Somebody say he did things for me that I could not do for myself. I almost started running because that's my story. Can any of you relate to that? Has God done for you what you know deep within you couldn't do for yourself? Some of us our credit was jacked up. I'm not talking about you, just some of us. But the Lord made a way out of no way. Amen. Yes, sir. First, giving honor to God. God bless you. Pastor of this church, and all the great members that's of this great church, I thank God once again this morning. First and foremost, for waking me up this morning. Amen. When I woke up this morning, I was clothed in my right mind. I woke up this morning, I had eyes I was able to see. When I woke up this morning, I had two legs. My I was Lord. able to get up and get out of the bed. When I woke up this morning, I had my two arms intact. I was able to do go about my daily chores. Yes. When I woke up this morning, had my two ears I was able to heal. When I woke up this morning, I was clothed in my right mind. Hallelujah. See, some may think that that's minute. But I got news for you, church. If you just go around and look at some of these hospitals, you take nothing for granted. That's why 1 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18, it tells us. It says, in all things give thanks. Because that's the will of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which concerns us. Psalm 156 says, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. I don't know about you, church, but I'm thankful today. 
because the enemy could have taken me out of here a long, long time ago. And I take nothing for granted that I just see. In everything, I give thanks to God. Each and every day, I'm able to wake up and breathe this fresh air. Because, church, we're living in a dark and dying world right now. Amen. Sometimes we don't know whether we're going to make it. We don't know whether the enemy is going to come. He's got a thousand ways. And if you just look on the news, watch the news every day, you see so much going on in this old world. But thank God Almighty, Psalm 37. Oh, yes, and one, it says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Nor be envious against the workers of iniquity. Because soon they're going to be cut down like the green grass, and they're going to wither like the green herd. Oh, but he said, but trust in the Lord and do good. Yeah. But surely you're going to dwell in the land. Yes, sir. And you're going to surely be fed. And he tells us, he said, delight yourself in the Lord. Yeah. Because he's going to give yeah. you the desires of your heart. Oh, I'm just thankful today, church, uh, that the enemy got no power over me. I'm so thankful today that God is on my side. Yes, and he brought me from a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. That's why Psalm 91 and 7, it tells us, a thousand might fall at that side. And 10,000 at that right hand. But no harm shall come nigh thee. You stand on the word of God yeah. today, church. You got nothing to fear. You can boldly say that the Lord is your helper. And you ain't got to fear what a man can do to you. Lord, the enemy as well. In Jesus' name, I'm thankful today. Amen. God bless you, sir. Wow. You just about recite the whole Bible. Man, that's all right, sir. When you know that you know it will show up. Thank you for sharing with us. Those scriptures alone encourage me. Straight from the word of God. Yes, sir. How you doing, Pastor? I'm doing fine, sir. It's, a, it's really great to be back in the house of the Lord. And what I'm thankful for is another year of life on this earth. As many of you know that I spent 24 years in the Army. I could have been gone in that time. But in this last year, I've learned a lot more. As each year goes by, I learn a little bit more. But this year, I learned a little bit more about humility. My Lord. Uh, yes, because I remember last year when there was a few of us that were being licensed and ordained. And one of the biggest the topic was about being uh, humble. And it's, taken, it's a challenge. It doesn't matter what your title is or your deacon, deaconess, whatever. Being humble is a challenge to all of us. And it's been a challenge for me this year. But I'm thankful that each and every day God has shown me how to be more humble as each day goes by. Amen. The word of God says in John 3.16, my favorite scripture, that for God so loved the world. That is what I'm thankful for, that he did give us his son, Jesus and that is what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm even thankful for the challenges and trials and tribulations that I'm going through, that I have gone through. Amen. So don't be discouraged because the Lord is our shepherd. Amen. And as the word says, we shall not want. Amen. God be praised. Amen. Amen. That is Pastor Ferguson, you all. In case you don't know, he is one of our pastors here. And he's a military man here and his family. And they relocated to San Antonio, I believe, in Texas. Is Austin? Oh, Lord. I hate to go to the wrong city. Jeez. Hey, Rev, where are you? I'm in San Antonio. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, 
and knowing Pastor Robertson, he probably would say, okay, just stay right where you are. I'll find you. <laughs> we are so glad to have you back. Amen. And those precious children. We love you guys. Yes. Somebody, those of you just came in, we just started a discussion and we're sharing with one another. What do you know or how do you know that God loves you? And that's what you're hearing for all these precious people. Yes, mama. Good morning. And the question was, how do we know? Let us think about it. God was no sinner. And we are sinners saved by grace. And that's here we right. are. He didn't have no sin. But just think about what he done for us to have life and have an abundant life. And we just thank you. And I thank God because I love to serve. And it's only God that gives me the strength and energy to do what I do. Because I have a passion for serving. And I know that he loves me because I wouldn't be able to do it. Sometimes I have to stop, but I can rest for a while and then move on. And I know he loves me because my family apparently sees the love through me that he loves me. Because I can feel how they love me. They love their auntie. They love the children, love their mom. It just yes. goes on and on. And guess what? I love my pastor, his family, and my church family. Amen. To me, you are all my children. Yes. And I just thank God. Amen. Amen. Let's go. We love you, mama. What a blessing. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I know the Lord loves me because he blesses me even when I don't deserve it. Ooh. I can think back um, since July how the God been blessing me, blessing me, blessing me. Yes. Um, I applied for some loan forgiveness some years ago and I didn't qualify because my job didn't qualify. And um, just so happened my company was brought out and my company didn't qualify for the loan forgiveness but the company that brought my company out qualified for the loan forgiveness all right now so we all know about the biden harris um student loan forgiveness that's on hold mm -hmm. by the federal government so um i got an email on yesterday and it said oh it's on hold we confident that it's going to get passed, but it's on hold. But something told me to look at the website. Look at the website, federal student aid website. It still said, I owe money. Look at your loan servicer. Looked at my loan servicer website. Said I owe zero dollars. <laughs> zero dollars. Milo. 41000 $223. I know the Lord loves me. I applied eight, eight to ten years ago, and it didn't happen for me. But it happened in God's time. And that's just what happened recently. Not saying all the things that he has done for me and my family. And I'm so ever, ever grateful. 
I sacrificed a lot, and God's showing me that it's paying off. And I just thank him. I thank him. When I seen it, I kept looking at that. I kept going back and getting off and going back, and it still say the same thing. It still say the same thing. My Lord. I picked up the phone. I called my friend, and I said, oh, let me call you back. Ooh. Hung up the phone. I got on my knees, and I said, thank you, Jesus. Because I had to remember who did it. I couldn't call my friend first because it was God who, who blessed me, who seen me through. Then I called my friend back, and she said, look, let me just, you just call me back when you've been finished praising God, because I kept saying, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. I was dancing around the bathroom. I couldn't talk to her, but I just thank him. I thank him. I thank him. I thank him. It was nobody but Jesus. It was nobody but him. Nobody could do that for me. Nobody but him. And I thank the Lord, $41,223. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Somebody who want us to then know how to be shouting now. It's no secret what God can do. What he's done for someone, he'll do it for others. Yes, ma'am. Praise God, praise God, praise God. That's all I can say. How I know God loves me, okay, 1,500 miles, he brought me. My Lord. I left here in 2016. This year, I've been able to come home twice. And I believe me, y'all, it was hard, but I was able to come home twice. And the place where I wanted to come was here because this is where I got my teaching from. Amen. I take my teaching in Ohio, and that's what I do. Wow. You know, I'm a praiser. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him. And I know he loves me because he enables me to praise him. Mm. And wherever I go, I will stand on his word. I will stand on what I have been taught right here at Zion Hill. Amen. And I thank God for that. How do I know he loves me? Every day, every day when he wakes me up, my Lord. every day I thank him. Every day I'm in my right mind. My body might not be what, how it used to be. I might not be able to run like I used to. I might not be able to shout like I used to. But my mind, yeah. this here, is still intact. I still know that God is my provider. Amen. I know he's my savior. I know he's my all in all. But I thank God for Zion Hill. Y'all just don't realize when you're away from home for a long time, and you, you know, I go to churches, yes. I go to churches, and I'm going to praise wherever I go. But this is home, y'all. This is where I was taught, and I was taught good. Yes. You know, I remember when uh, pastor would always say, praise God on credit, because one day you're going to really need that. I <laughs> praise him on credit all my life, yes, all indeed. my praise. And so now... I know I'm in good standing. Amen. That's why I know Amen. he loves me because I'm in good standing with him. Amen. I was trying to take a break so we sing. Oh, okay. but yes, ma'am. Praise the Lord. Um, I have a lot of reasons to thank God. Um, being a doctor at my age, too, has been, about the journey has been it has been good and there are some also fallouts and bad days. But I thank God, even though I moved from Boston to here Amen. and, you know, adjusting and everything, it's been, it's been a good life here. 
And um, even though I miss my parents, my family, and I'm still here, uh, I thank God that I'm still alive and I'm able to do what I can do. Amen. I'm not in um, a stressful position anymore. And I thank God for this church too. I thank God for the pastor. You've been an inspiration. And um, we have every reason to praise God. Amen. Amen. My brothers, my sisters, that's one of our new members. She's a doctor and she's from Africa, where I come from. Amen. And the first thing she asked me is, how can I be a blessing to young people? So the Lord is doing his part. And we're grateful. And I have to confess to you all, I forgot to announce about Thanksgiving service. So, oh, you know that too? And so if you see a lot of empty chairs, there are some people, they have been programmed, if the pastor didn't say it, they assume it doesn't happen. But nobody should have to tell you about Thanksgiving. Nobody should have to tell you about Christmas or Easter. These are fundamentals. But I'm very grateful for those of you who are here. That means a lot. Thank you for your commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's just honorable to take some time out to say thank you. We're not going to hold you too long. I know you're all going home to eat turkey. I know you're cooking. I might show up at your door (laughs) just to eat some of those. We are grateful that you take the time out just to honor God. Amen? Amen. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. God bless you. And my motto is, eat all you can. Amen. I said, eat all you can. This is Minister Lily B. Pastor, if you want to sing the song first, then I'll get up. No, you. you. Okay. All I know is I need to let everybody know God loves me. Amen. I know he does. First of all, he woke me up like the young man said, and I was still enclosing my right mind. That's major, you guys. I'm still in good health. My Last Lord. year I had surgery on my right knee. I had a whole knee replacement. And um, if I didn't tell you, you wouldn't know. And I thank God for that. I was healed so quick. I didn't have no whole bunch of problems. And everybody else I talked to say, oh, I had the knee surgery two years ago, and I'm still having problems. I say, well, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm fine. From day one, I was fine because I went in knowing God could heal my body. I had an expectation, and I knew God was going to meet my expectation. Amen. Amen. And also, I wanted to tell everybody, I'm 74 years old. I know I look good, y'all. That's because God is keeping me. Amen. And my brother got up earlier and testified to the fact of how God has blessed us. We grew up on a plantation. I know a lot of y'all just see it on TV. I grew up in real life on a plantation. Amen. And God has kept us. Kept us together as a family. We are still together as a family. We thank God that he. I can always look in my rear view mirror. I call it my rear view mirror because I can see back there. 
that God has blessed us, brought us to this place in this time, and we all go to church here. Everybody in the family go to church here. Children and all. And I thank God so much for Zion here. I thank God for Pastor Darrell's teaching because I have matured in my walk with God. Amen. And I like the thing where God saved our trials and tribulations come to make us strong. And my, my prayer partner is my sister. The one that the pastor always thinks is my twin. We're not twins, but we always together. And we were talking the other day about trials and tribulations. You know, God will give you revelation of everything if you read his word. And trials and tribulations, it says, come to make us stronger. And I realized if we didn't have trials and tribulations, we could never grow. So I thank God for my trials and my tribulations because I'm not falling to pieces because I know what God said. I'm standing on his word. And if you just stand on God's word, he'll work it out for you beyond your greatest imagination. So don't get upset when trials come. They don't feel good, but they make you good. Amen. God bless everybody. Amen.
what would be the biggest miracle that God did for you this year? I know we experienced, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Just give me one second. I know we experience a lot of miracles. Am I telling the truth? Okay. Even some miracles we don't even notice. But it was there. Now, can you share with us what is your own biggest miracle to bless somebody here? Say, for example, for me, just to give you an example, is that the biggest miracle I experienced this year, Doc, is that the Lord resurrected me from the dead. Amen, amen. I was standing right here as I'm talking to you, and then I became unconscious and fell off. Now we read about Lazarus being dead and God raised him up. But many times we forget that right within our midst, God is raising people up. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm able to stand before you today because God gave me another chance. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And to me, this year is the biggest miracle for me. Who else? Anybody? Yes, ma'am. Uh, good morning, everyone. I would like to thank God. This morning when I woke up, I said, what am I thankful for? And I said, I thank God for his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dying on the cross for my sin. And I accepted him one day as my Lord and Savior. And he turned me around. That's right. And here I am today being thankful every day. Amen. For what God has done for me. And I also like to add, just remember, it don't rain all the time. My Lord. And it's not going to be cloudy every day. So therefore, when it's raining and it's cloudy, just know the sun will shine. Amen. Amen. Yes, ma'am. I want to thank the Lord for having me be here. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for your teaching. Amen. This great church. I just want to tell you about the goodness of God. My Lord. And the miracles of God. Mm. See, when you stand on God's word, you have that peace. Yes. The world didn't give it to you, and the world can't take it away. Can't take it away. You're connected to the vine, the true vine, the Holy Spirit that speaks to your spirit. And let you know everything is going to be all right. Amen. My husband was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. My Lord. I took it to Jesus. All powerful Jesus. I didn't, didn't rest in my spirit that he was stage four. Came to me to call a few more people. We my got a, a second opinion. Took him to Tulane Medical Center. And walked in and told the doctor, I said, it's not resting in my spirit that he's stage four. Mm. And uh, 
He said, well, let me run some more tests. Now, down here, he was diagnosed at stage four. I got the Tulane Medical Center. They run some more tests. Say, Miss Prevail, he stage two. We can give it all. We're going to do surgery on him, and we can get it all. Let me tell you, we serve a miracle working God. That's all power is in his hands. He's been going back and forward to the doctor and had his third, fourth checkup. My Lord. Cancer free. Look at God. When I say he's a miracle working God, he's a miracle working God. But see, I know God got all power. But our faith God, move on our faith. You got to believe what you say. That's right. You got to stand on the word of God. Yes, ma'am. His word will not come back void, but it's on your faith. And I told my husband, I said, we're going to stand, and we're going to stand with God say. Yes. And he's doing good. Amen. Cancer free. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I know God loves me the way he shows up for me. Amen. Um, it's been one year that I came to this land, and I came with my van and this little girl. That last year, she's done three heart surgeries, two other surgeries, and I drove 20 hours with brothers here. And God just showed up for me. My job means I have to be 24 hours available. And I started with myself and only the little girl. I don't know how he did it. But it's been one year. I'm actually in school too, but the way God just showed up for me, brings people to love, to help. Sometimes I go on active, I go on deployment, and I have to leave the kids behind by myself, and he did it. One year, and it's been wonderful the other thing is that it kept me from evil um i walk about one hour away in gina and sometimes i'm afraid of driving on that road and it's always like what if i don't go back home but it took away my fear and it kept me and last week thursday specifically i walked at um, alexandra i thought it's close less evil less risk and I was driving from the airport in the afternoon, and this van was coming straight at me. Hello. Usually when I'm coming from work, my mind is everywhere. But somehow, I was alert. I was Amen. concentrating, and I have to drive. And there is this pool or pond. My car just stopped at the edge of the pond. Hello. And I looked, I just said, it is, it is only God. I do not know how I deserve it, but he has delivered me from evil. He has kept me from temptations. That's He's right. proved himself that is all, that I don't need plan A, I don't need plan B, is all I need. And he will, he's a master planner. And he will bring all the resources you need. All we need to do is to trust no matter the valley no matter the darkness because it's the light in the darkness we don't need those drugs we don't need those clubs we don't need those other people that 
breaks our heart over and over again. If we can just look up unto him. He said those that look up unto God. They will look and be radiant. I'm a testimony. He's been good to me. And he loves me so much. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Sister Charlie. That's another doctor from Nigeria. The Lord just sending blessings here. Amen. I'm a living testimony. I receive. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's fine. I give an honor and praise to God, to Pastor and his family. God bless you. To this church, congregation. You've all been a part of my life for at least eight years. I've been saved for 12. My Lord. Actually, fully saved. And I've been getting closer and closer to God since I've been here. That's it. The teaching here has been a blessing to me. And when I go out any place else, people look at me and they say, it's something about you. And I think to myself, it's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit. But this year, I have been through so much this year. I caught COVID and lost almost 100 pounds. My Lord. But, you know, and some may think that it was drugs or something, but no, it was COVID. And I guess, no, I don't have to guess, but it was in God's will for me to lose That's that right. weight because I'm diabetic. And it won't be for long. <laughs> That's what I say. It won't be for long. But um, also this year, God had a plan for me to come out of debt. My Lord. And, and I had been waiting for years because I was in the military. And I had been waiting for years to get 100% disability. Mm. And, and I thought I had got it a couple years ago, but it wasn't 100%. And this year, God blessed me with 100% disability. Amen. And, That's what God can do. And, 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 and next month, I'll have it all. And, and some people get blessed with more, but I, got I just can't just hold it to myself. The Lord blessed me with $22,000. My Lord. And I have so much that I want to do with it. And it starts right here. Oh, yeah, my, my, my tithe's going to get paid first off the top. My Lord, and I just thank God for every day. Thank you. During this time, my, my brother had to have his hip replaced. And you know who he's thanking every day? God. Now, a couple years ago, he was drinking like a fish, cussing like a sailor and all of this. And, and I've been praying for him. And now he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. My Lord. He cussed a little bit still. But, but it's coming. It's coming. I know God is going to bless him to stop that too. But God has been so good to me and my family. I just, I, I, I know he loves me. And I know he brings miracles in my life today. And I thank God for Amen. everything he's doing Amen. in my life. Yes, ma'am. 
Good morning. Good morning. Praise God. I'm, I'm grateful and thankful to be here. And uh, in answer to the first question, uh, how do I know God loves me? I, uh, Romans 5a. Uh, he demonstrated his love for me while I was still stupid. Christ died for me. So I know that he loves me. The miracle that uh, was performed for me. Uh, in this year, in January, just give me a moment, I'll be, I'll be quick. In January of 1972, I was discharged out of the United States That's Marine Corps right. with a bad conduct discharge. I had received a general court-martial for attacking a commissioned officer. While being a non-commissioned officer, I attacked the first lieutenant. Uh, understand that I suffered with a disability that uh, neither I knew at the time nor did the military know at that particular time. But uh, the incident, I was full of drugs, I was full of alcohol, and everything that I thought that happened to me bad while I was in the military, I took it out on this first lieutenant. I did that. But God. On March the 3rd, Pastor already gave you the intro to it. Uh, but God, on March the 3rd, from the Board of Naval Records, I received an honorable discharge for the service Amen. that I rendered in January of 19, from January 69 to January 72. Uh, the Board of Naval Records decided with me that I did suffer from a mental deficiency, upgraded my discharge to honorable discharge. So I have that. Uh, and, and to keep Amen. the miracle flowing, yes. on November the 7th, my case was closed, and I'm instructed that a decision packet has been sent and is on the way. So I should receive something within the next 10, 10 days or so. Now understand it's already been 17 days but I know the miracle is already here. Holy God. Yes, ma'am. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, good happy morning. Thanksgiving. Uh, I just want to thank God. You said the biggest miracle that actually happened this year. I, uh, I've been getting miracles all my life. My Lord. Uh, but when you said the biggest miracle happened this year in July, of this year, I had a total car accident on Jackson Street. Uh, a car ran into me and turned me around on Jackson Street and knocked me into ongoing traffic. Wow. And it, it, my car just stopped, and they just stopped. And I didn't have any scratches on me, any bruises on me. I was just shook up because I didn't realize I had got hit. So when I went to the hospital, they took tests and everything. They say, you okay? I say, yeah, I'm fine. You know, I just had, a, a, you know, bruises. But other than that, I was fine. And then along with that miracle, which was more, I guess I could put it like this. My grandkids are always in my car. And they on the passenger side. When the car hit me, it hit the passenger side. And when it hit the passenger side, it just broke everything. So not only was it a miracle for me, 
it was a miracle for my grandbabies. Because if they hadn't been in that car, it might not have turned out the way it had. Mm. But I know, and the teaching that I get here is just so awesome because everywhere I go, I be telling people about God, about the love of God, about Zion here. Y'all, all you got to say is Jay, and I'm telling them about it. I say, I'm sorry, I just got to tell it. And one thing you always say is when you live on Praise Boulevard, Mm. And I realized long yes, time ago that if I praise God in season and out of season, God is going to activate the blessings. Amen. So I stay in a, a, a place of praise all the time. I always tell my children and my, and my sisters, I stay up in the tree. I stay up in the tree. I don't know all the scriptures, but in the tree where the fellow was hollering for Jesus. So I have to live in the tree. I can't just... Just visit the tree. I live in the tree. Zacchaeus. So that, yeah. so that is the biggest miracle that happened for me <laughs> this year. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Please let me spend some time to celebrate all of our guests. And then we're going to have a song. And then I want to share with you briefly. And we all can go home and continue fellowship with our loved ones. Do we have any guests in the house this morning? Wow, praise God. Come on, help me thank God. We love you. We are grateful, grateful, grateful. Will somebody help me pass the mic and let them tell us who they are? Uh, Praise God. We just want to get to know you. Once again, I'd like to say good morning. Praise Almighty God for being here this morning. It's truly a blessing to be here. I bring you greetings from Trinity Baptist Church located on 1805 Memphis Street. I'm a deacon there and I'm here with my lovely pastor and her family. And we are just so happy to be here. And we thank God for each and every one of you all. Y'all keep on praying for me and we'll pray for you all. Iron sharpens iron. God, it's a blessing to be coming here. I love visiting y'all. Y'all just so wonderful. And I love visiting y'all. I thank y'all so much. Y'all have a great pastor. Thank you. Great man of God. And uh, I've been coming here for about, studying for about a year. Wow. Coming early in the morning, 8 o'clock, and I'm enjoying it. And it's really been an enlightenment. And I thank all y'all. These are my grandchildren. Amen. They're from Florida. So they come to visit their grandmother. And I just thank God for them. Thank God for my children. And I'll be steady coming. Y'all will be seeing me because I'm enjoying Amen. Amen. Uh, first, I want to say uh, good morning to all of y'all. Um, hope everybody's doing good. Uh, first, I want to say I want to thank God for waking me up this morning. Um, Amen. As y'all know, a lot of people, I'm, I'm 17. I'm turning 18 pretty soon. But um, a lot of people, a lot of kids my age don't really make it. You know, either get shot. True. Or, it's, or just something happening. And so I thank God every day for allowing me to see another day, be another, breathe another breath. And I've just been doing good. And um, as my grandma said, we're from Florida. Uh, we're coming down. We came down to uh, visit her for Thanksgiving and uh, stuff like that. And, yeah, I really don't have much to say. I just wanted to say thank God for allowing me to see another day again. Amen. Hi, hello. I'm his older sister, Alexis. I just recently turned 24. And... um. It's weird because 
every day we have these conversations about how good God is, me and my brother. And you know, when I was his age, I didn't appreciate what I had. You know, I was that stubborn kid that every time my grandmother would teach us about the Lord, I didn't want to listen. You know, and as I get older, I I start to appreciate the little things more. You know, my Lord. I appreciate being able to wake up in the morning and say good morning to my parents, call my grandmother every day, see how she's doing, spend some time with my siblings. Those are my miracles in my life. The biggest miracle I have every year is seeing my siblings. And when he got my youngest sibling out of surgery two months ago, that was the biggest <coughs> miracle for me this year. I got to see her another year. And I keep continuing to see her grow and become stronger every year. I'm grateful for that. And every day, I'm learning new things, and I continue to want to learn about him. Amen. He's given me so much, and he's continuing to doing that. He's straightening my path for me, and I, I'm so grateful for that. He's teaching me every day. He's showing me every day. I just love him for that. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Do we have any other guests? We want to say thank you to every one of you. We are grateful. Our pastor, oh, there's one more here. Praise God. Yes, ma'am. Uh, good morning. I'm a guest of... Uh, Aunt Rose Johnson, sister-in-law and sister, and two of my grandkids. Amen. And uh, we just happy and thankful to be here. Amen. Thank you, ma'am. Now I'm going to do something on, on, on you, sure. Will you please give the mic to the pastor over there? And you're a pastor, too. Grab one mic. And here's another pastor. All you pastor, grab a mic. So we're going to all preach together today. So, and we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. So here is the rule. I'm going to be preaching. And once the Lord gives you a thought about it, raise your hand and, and speak up. So we, you're going to be blessed with wisdom of five, six people here today by the grace of God. So what is our sermonic hymn? All right, let's all stand and sing, thank you, Lord. And all these pastors will begin to share with us. All over the building, thank, thank you, Lord. You, Lord. Just wanna say thank you, love. I thank you, love. Oh, I just want to thank you. Well, you've been so good. Oh, you've been so good. Well, in this morning you woke me. 
started me on my way. Yeah. Oh, no. You've been so good. I want to say thank you. many anointing in the house for us not to be blessed. So, so you just feel comfortable. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving. How do you give thanks? I've heard so many testimonies tonight, this morning, showing that God has been good to somebody. And I'm glad that I'm in a place where people appreciate 
the hand of God upon their lives. So we need to know then how do we express our thanksgiving? Scriptures will come into your spirit, a thought, maybe a testimony. Even those of you who are not yet called into the ministry, if the Lord prompts you, uh, please do not hesitate to share with us. Amen. Amen. The scripture that came to my heart is in Philippians chapter 4, verse number 4. And the Bible simply says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. What got my attention from that scripture is that the person who wrote that scripture, Apostle Paul, he was in jail. So I was really amazed how somebody can be locked up, tangled up, bound up, and he still pick up the pen and tell everybody, be happy. There must be something on the inside. There must be something he knows that we don't know. So I know all of us here, we do rejoice. But it's not enough to do an act, you need to know why you do what you do. If you know why you should rejoice, why you should be happy, then you will know how to be happy. There are many people that are doing things, but they really don't know why they're doing it. Believe it or not, there are people in the church, they're clapping, because they saw everybody is clapping. But they have no clue why they are clapping or why they are dancing. So to make this discussion simple, first let's define what do we mean when we talk about rejoicing, when we talk about thanksgiving, when we talk about just being grateful. We are thankful in a way to acknowledge that we have received something from somebody. And we are simply saying we are grateful for that. So that means, ladies and gentlemen, this season of Thanksgiving, even if it's true historically, the people in America, story said it, history said it, that it was cold, the winter was brutal. A lot of people died, but many of them survived. And this is their way of saying, our survivor. It didn't happen by chance. God did it. So whenever you are trying to show your gratitude for something that somebody else did, it's a time of thanksgiving. So we want you to know how do you give thanks? Because if you know how to give thanks, it will show up in your praise. It will show up in your dance. It will show up even in your attitude. I heard 
my pastor from Texas talk about humility. People who are grateful, they are humble. I've seen a heavyweight boxer that beat somebody down and everybody is scared of him. But when you come close to him, you find a very soft-hearted man who is grateful for everything God has done for him. So gratitude will cause you to be humble. Gratitude will cause you to worship. So a true gratitude, though, ladies and gentlemen, I believe with all my heart the only way to properly worship God is going to be from what you went through. You can't just worship God in, in theory. But after you've been through something and God show himself to you, whether that he's a Jehovah Jireh, someone who provides, or whether he show himself as someone who can clean up your bills, or someone who can heal your body, or someone who can do for you what you could not do for your own sake. Or someone who watch over you while you're running through the affairs of life. It will cause you to worship God out of the bottom of your heart. I want you to think about it. Has God been good to you? I don't know about you. This year, I opened the year, we have what we call... Watch night service. That's it. The last day of the year. And we come together. We sing a lot of songs and have a good time. And then the pastor will prophetically speak of what to expect in the year. And I told the people that this will be a tough year. Globally. But God have his hand. Open to cover his own children. That was the prophetic word for this year. And I would never forget, it was one challenge after one. In the government, local government, state government, federal government, in the economy. But if you really look closely, God's children are still blossoming. I was in a meeting with some of you the other day, and our CFO for this church said, we raised more money this year than any other year. In the midst of chaos, there is still opportunity. I am humbly grateful to God. You see, I see all my children back there, every one of them, there's five children, and this year, I finished sending anybody to school. I don't owe anyone except to love them. Amen. There is a medical doctor among them. There is a nurse among them. There's a truckload of lawyers among them. But this year, I will never forget 2023. 
That is the last time I owe any school. That's the last time I have to worry about boarding school and tuition fee. And so it, it makes me very humble. Now, I did not realize how much money was going out. All of a sudden, all the money came to me. I said, Lord, have mercy. It calls you to be humble. And not only do you have not have to pay any more debt, but they can fly on their own. You want your children to know Jesus and to be able to soar like an eagle. There's so many things that God did for you and me this year. If you look closely and you have a reflection of the year, you will see clearly God has been good to you. Amen, somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, I will encourage you, therefore, to know how to give thanks. One of the ways you give thanks, believe it or not, there is something called a prayer of thanksgiving. You all know about that, don't you? What is that about? Anybody? When you are praying, I pray of thanksgiving. Now, if you're going to speak, you got to speak out so that the whole church can hear you. You're preaching with me now. Okay. That's wonderful. Prayer of thanksgiving is just what that minister described. Just being able to get up and say, Lord, I thank you. You look around your life. You take an inventory. You see what used to be and where you are now. And like one brother was saying earlier, there ain't no way he could have been 70 years old but for God. Then guess what he's doing? Lord, I thank you. Question, how often should we Pray prayers like that. Is it fair to say every day God is blessing us? Amen. So every day ought to be a day of thanksgiving. One of the things, I'm so glad I saw some Africans here. One of the things I love about Africans is their gratitude towards God. When I was coming up, it blows my mind. I still could not comprehend it. But Friday, my parents, they will begin to cook for Sunday. They will set apart the clothes that you're going to wear Sunday. I mean, this is like two days ago. And some of them will travel long distance. Barefooted, that's right. They, not everybody had car then. Nowadays, car everywhere. But back then when I was growing up, we do, you don't have all of that. And they will walk to church. They will bring their produce from the farm. Like yam, like cassava, like banana. As a little kid, I didn't understand. I have not enough comprehension, but I can see 
read between the lines. That's these people, this is their way of saying, Lord, I thank you. And we will stay all day in church. We'll go to church early in the morning. We'll go to Sunday school. Then we'll go to the real church. Then we'll, we'll finish. We'll go to something called BTU. Oh, you all don't know nothing about that. And then when we finish BTU, we'll still stay for evening service all day. Now, you see all these young people now, you say, oh, the church is going to be too hard. Oh, that, that's too long. That's way too long. But when you think of the goodness of God and all that he's done for you, it will cause you to say thank you. Please let me encourage you every day. Don't go through the day without saying thank you. I don't mind telling you, when I step out of the bed, just to be able to wake up, before I say good morning to anybody, before I say good morning to my own self, I look up to heaven. And I say, Lord, I thank you. We take life for granted. A prayer of thanksgiving. Ladies and gentlemen, also there's something called praise. It's a form of thanksgiving. If you recall, David discovered the key to getting the presence of God is through his praise, through his worship. Before then, everybody believed you want to go to God you have to kill some animal or something and shed some blood and, and there's fire burning in the court of the church of mint and I don't know if they kill chicken or not. But David discovered you can enter into his presence with thanksgiving. Remember Psalms 100? You can enter his gates. With what? Thanksgiving. You know, one of the things that troubles my heart is that we are becoming more and more less present. Now we got our right. Now we got our home. Now we got different clothes, coat for summer, coat for winter. I never knew all of that until I came to America. There's clothes for this, clothes for that. And we not think we make it on our own. Yes. Right. Let me encourage you. Your praise should be more. All right. The older you get, the more you are to be giving thanks to God. Do I have a witness in the house? After today, you will not say, I don't know about it. Preachers, what can you tell us? How can we increase our, our prayer of thanksgiving? There's less and less of that in our churches today. What do we need to do to increase our praise? That's how we get in the presence of God. I guess people don't care about being in the presence of God. 
what happened to the body of Christ? I got comfortable. Anybody? We got to we got to come to the place where we die to self. Right. Amen. It's not long, no more longer you. It's Him that liveth in you. Right. Amen. Say the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. When we realize what God has done for us, amen, what God has continued to do, amen, that's what he says, come into his house with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. And when you come in with, with thanksgiving and praise, then you can enter the holy of holies. That's Lord. where you want us to end up at, at the holy of holies, because that's where your miracles at. That's where you're delivering at. That's where you're healing at. Amen. It's beyond the veil. Glory to God. But we want to stay in the outer courts. Glory to God. We need to sell out, pull off, amen, and say, for God I live. And for God, I'll die. Amen. Because I realize, praise God, praise reveal on the outside what's happening on the inside. My Lord. Oh, glory to God. I say praise, amen, reveal what's happening on the inside, when on the outside, what's going on on the inside. So when you look at somebody, praise God, and they're not praising God, something is wrong on the inside. Come on now, glory to God. Because when I look back, what the Lord has done for me, I can't help but praise him. He done for me what I couldn't do for myself, glory to God. Amen. I mean, he delivered me. He set me free. That's why the Bible says, fear the Lord, glory to God. We need to come to the place where we fear God. People don't want to fear God no more, pray God. I told the brother, pray God, you feel the officer when he got a, a man, a, a, a gun in your face. Amen. But he said, don't fear the one who can destroy the body. Fear the one who can Amen. destroy the body and the soul, glory to God. We need to come to the place where we fear God, glory to God. Amen. Because the Bible said, the joy, listen to that he said the joy of the Lord is your strength listen at what he said the joy of the Lord it's not your joy it's his joy glory to God when we Amen. realize pray that our joy comes from him so you can't help but praise him you can't help but glorify him I remember my pastor told me say William he said wherever you go you ought to help start a fire Glory to God. Amen. God has put us on this earth where we can help start a fire because if I, I realize if you start a fire, amen, it will spread on to somebody yes, else. Glory God. to God. And the God say he wants the church to catch on fire. Glory to God. I'm going to close my mouth. Glory to God. We need to catch on fire. <laughs> amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, thank you, Pastor. Here's my concern. Why do we expect God to load us with blessings if we're not grateful for what he's done before. You and me, we're made in his image, right? And you may not want to admit it, but if you bless a little child and that child don't remember to say thank you, it hurts. You can imagine the creator of heaven and earth we expect him to keep on blessing us. But we are not grateful for what he has already, already done. God will have to be a waster to continue to bless you and me in the midst of our ingratitude. So I want to suggest to you, my brother, my sisters, infest the time to pray a prayer of thanksgiving every day. Just look around and see things that could have happened. But the Lord protected you. Look at your own bank account. 
Monies that you don't even know it was there. God is my witness. One of my daughter was trying to help me clean my house. And I got a bunch of junk. And she found two checks. One check is $6,000. I said, by the way, it was written to me by your church, and I didn't cash it. So I called them now. I won my money. (laughs) Oh, goodness. (laughs) You know what I'm trying to tell you? God has a way of blessing you. I don't know whether I lost the check or whether I was careless with it. I don't know what happened. But God can see all your circumstances. You may think your back is against the wall now. But if you just keep on serving the Lord, soon and very soon, God will open the door for you. Amen, somebody. What other ways can can we show our Thanksgiving church? Anybody? One, of course, is your testimony. Why is that important? Because many of you feel guilty when you want to testify in the church. You know why you do? Because you're afraid somebody's going to get mad at you. It's just like a few minutes ago I was sharing about my children. Oh, somebody did. But don't allow that to intimidate you. Because you know if it has not been for the Lord, you won't make it. So give God the glory. I'm sorry, Pastor. Yes, sir. Yeah, Pastor. Um, one of the things we talk about is spending time with God. You know, but we say we love the Lord. We say we know the Lord. And if you just look at that from a human relationship, you have somebody, I know you, That's you know, right. and I know other people. And some people I spend a lot of time with, and some people I don't spend much time with. But we say we love the Lord, and we don't spend no time with him. Mm. You know, we don't spend time in prayer. We don't meditate on the word. So, you know, then when we have problems, we wonder, you know, what's wrong? How come we're going through this? And, and why the Lord don't hear us? Because he don't know us if we don't spend time with him. You know, you you you. You walk down the street sometime and somebody passed by you, you don't know them. My Lord. You know, but you never see anyone that you know and you spend time with and not recognize them. And so that's the way it is with our relationship with God. If we don't pray, we don't meditate on the word, we don't study the word, then, you know, God is his word. That's how he communicates with us. So if we don't share that, then we don't really know him. And when we find ourselves in situations where we really need him and we call on him and we wonder why he didn't answer us, it's because he don't know you. Mm. And isn't it amazing, God said this concerning Abraham. Pastor, he said, I know Abraham. And I can trust Abraham because he will teach to his children what I've told him. Yes, 
So the question must be asked, does God know you by name? Have you made any effort, like this man of God is saying, to get to know God? If you know God enough, you can almost predict what he's going to do. Because he's done it before he would do it. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So what I'm hearing from that man of God is that we should infest the time to get to know God. For me, it's, it's not as difficult. Maybe I have an advantage over many of you because coming from a foreign country, not having any relatives here, no children, no wife, nobody. Guess what? I had no choice. I had to completely depend on God. My very survivor depends on it. Then once I began to take on responsibilities in life, I said, like somebody said earlier, I discover I'm not equipped naturally to do everything that is expected of me. So I had to depend on the Holy Spirit. He said he will lead you. He will guide you. He will show you. And teach you. So, I don't know. Maybe because America is so rich. Sometimes if you're not careful, that can rob you. So, you need to make sure that your very existence depends on God. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen, brother. One scripture also said, in all things, give thanks. And then it says, this is the will of God concerning you. A lot of you, you ask me all the time, Pastor, I'm trying to know God's will for me, for my career. Pastor, I'm trying to know uh, who is there for me to marry. What's the will of God for me, my marriage? And it goes on and on. But if you would just start with what I call general will of God, which he just told you, then your personal will will come along. Notice what he said. In all things, give thanks. He said, this is the will of God. So being thankful every day. And I'm not talking about big things. I mean... You go to work, you come back, you didn't crash, Lord, I thank you. Yes. I, in my house, somebody will bring me a hamburger or something to eat. 
I say, I thank you. By the way, you don't have to just be thankful to God. Be thankful to people. People don't have to be nice to you. I don't know if, if my children have picked that up or my wife. Everybody that comes to me, I say, thank you. Just a cup of water. I, I'm grateful. Thank you so much. Or somebody help me iron my clothes. I thank you. Sometimes I get misplaced things. I can't find my shoe. Can't find anything sometimes. Because I got too much going on in my head. And somebody will say, I found your card. Thank you. Our spirit of thanksgiving will position you to greatness. Please don't forget what that man said. Stay close to God. I couldn't make it without God. I, I remember when I first finished law school, you may not believe it, I've never been to court in my life. And yet, I just graduated a lawyer. I don't even know where the court is located. And I finished all the exam. I took the bar and passed the bar. And then I said, okay, let me try to go figure out where this thing is, please. So I went to court. The very first day I went to court, the clerk of court saw me and said, sir, the court is closed. I said, yes, ma'am. I just want to come and look around it. I said the court is closed. Oh, I said, I'm so sorry. I'm just a new lawyer. She turned up the light on me. But she did not know I'm in her head, she said later, she saw me as a criminal black defendant. But when I went upstairs to introduce myself and told them what happened, she was instantly fired. That that's an officer of the court. You see? But I didn't know. I was just trying to figure out where do the, these people see? Where do the bad, <laughs> good people, bad people? See? I don't have a choice. I have to depend on God. My very survival depends. I'll be honest with you, when I became vice president of the university, a few blocks from here, I've never been a professor in my life. I've never been a vice president in my life. How am I going to be vice president when I never did? I had no job description. So depending on God is not just for spiritual stuff. Your very assistant. Your business, your career, everything depends on it. That's why the book says, trust in the Lord. Do not lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And guess what he will do? He will direct your path. Anybody else have a thought? We say we're going to, Pastor, come, you have a microphone? That's a pastor from Texas. We're going to show our thanksgiving through prayers, prayers of thanksgiving, through testimonies. Then we also said, through what? Through praise. 
So it will actually give you access into the presence of God. Pastor, go ahead. The pastor there mentioned something about having a relationship with God. Yes, and my sir. reading this morning uh, came from Psalms 9, verse 1. Uh, out of the uh, King James Version, it says, I will praise the Lord, or praise thee, O Lord, with all my heart, my whole heart. And see, that's the problem that when we stop right there, how much of, of our heart do we give it to having a relationship with God? How much of our heart can we have uh, that we put into giving him the praise and the thanks and the, and the honor that is due to him? Uh, you know, because we take each and every, we could take this each and every day for granted. Uh, the brothers here, he, he started with his testimony and thanking God for allowing him to wake up. He had two ears to be able to hear. He had two legs that he could stand on. My he Lord. had two eyes that he could see. Yes, and these are just the small things that we take for granted when we wake up in the morning, you know. But another way we could always praise God, not only praising Him and thanking Him with all of our whole heart, but also through our works. Paul reminds us that faith without works is dead. So what are we doing to set an example as children of God if we are not but being that ambassador for Christ? Amen. That's true worship and praise there too. That's right. And I'm guilty of it. Sometimes I forget and, and, I, and, and I end up in the flesh. Just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean I'm not human because sometimes I make, I'm going to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But that doesn't mean that God doesn't still love us. doesn't mean that we can't just take time out and say, Lord, I made that mistake. And bring ourselves back into the presence of God but with all of our whole Heart, as David said here in verse 1, Psalm 9. Amen? Amen. Amen, Pastor. Thank God. Let me share one more thing and then we'll hear your thoughts and we'll go. Thanksgiving, another way you can show your thanksgiving or your gratitude is through your offerings. Yes. A lot of, you'll be amazed how many of you came this morning with no desire to give. I just want to encourage you. It's not a trick to get money out of you. Even I bet if I go through my own family members and say, okay, son, how much you got for the love? All right, children? No, because we have all been conditioned. We take God for granted. One of the best ways to show God that you are grateful is through your giving. And not just in the church. Giving ought to be a part of. You know, it's so funny about me. You know, one one crime I commit in my house that my wife gets all upset with me. She said I give too much. Now she's upset with me, right? But as I'm listening to her in silence, I'm saying, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I am guilty. I want to be guilty. Yes. Because when I came to this country, Mama Johnson, all I had is a, is a borrowed luggage box. Those of you from Africa, you, you will understand this. I didn't have enough money to buy my own luggage. There's a sister by the name Titi. Titi married my brother. 
and she packed her luggage. You know how they escort wife to their husband home? It was whatever engagement, whatever. It was her luggage that I borrowed to come to America. That's how poor I was. Then a white lady by the name Barbara Epperson, a missionary, gave me $100 check. And I'm told it will last you for two weeks. The check was no good. The check bounced. You know what that means? I entered with zero. So if somebody then look at me, oh, you give too much. <laughs> I'm laughing within me because I know either this person don't know me or don't know my story. Or maybe I missed something because everything I have, God gave it to me. There's nothing that I can lay my hand on to say, oh, this is what I accomplished. Look at this building. Have I ever built any building in my life? No. I don't know how to build no church, but God made a way for me. Sometimes when I have a reflection like this, tears begin to run in my eyes. How God can take somebody that is no one, nobody. The Bible says use foolish things. So now, my wife finally get it, so she just ignore me. She pray for me, she say. She say, you are a sucker. They, they, they take advantage of this. Then she'll pray for me. She says, Lord, please help me. My brothers, my sister, double up in your giving, especially to God. Are you listening to me? God always gives to sowers. Are you listening to me? Yes. If you really want to be rich, this is the key. The more you give, the more he give it to you. To whom much is given, much is required. Now, don't give at the expense of your family. That's right. Now, you can say, don't pay. You don't say, I'm not going to pay my bill because I'm trying to give to God. No. That's not what God is saying. But out of the abundance of your heart, learn to give. It's not because somebody is trying to make you give to church. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Pastor. Hey, Pastor. I I had to get up. The Lord was telling me to get up. Uh, What you were saying about giving, you shall receive. My Lord. A lot of people don't believe that, but it's so true. If God got your money, he got you. Yeah. Because a lot of people treasure money more than they do God. I have to say that this morning because if you're a giver, you shall receive. When I started in the ministry, he said, I want you to teach about love. My Lord. He said, because so much love is likened in this world. He said, because he gave his only begotten son. Who shall believe? Mm. See, you got to believe in God yes, ma'am. to do what he say. And you have to love him like he loved you. That's right. And he had told me one year, I want you to, 
buy Bibles mm. and give to the prison, give to the people. Well, I was doing prison ministry at that time. And I mean, it got rough one year. I was buying them out of my own pocket. My Lord. Well, you know about it. Madika knew about it. And I was steady buying them. I didn't care how lean it got. I bought them because he told me. My but Lord. my home never went like it. Mm. One year, my husband said, you must be done lost your mind. That's right. <laughs> I said, no, I haven't lost my mind. And I said, I, I say, God, if God said it, he's going to take care of us. Yes. I was in this church on Christmas Day. Y'all know y'all have church on Christmas Day. That's right. I was in this church on Christmas Day. I was, I was so hurt. But I know I heard from God, and I was crying out. I got on my knees down here on the one of the chairs, and I got on my knees. And I was talking to God. I said, God, I know you told me to do it. But God, I need your help right now. That's right. I need you to show my husband yes, what you're telling me to do. When I left up off my knees and got up out this church, it wasn't a good two weeks later, I was blessed with a $40,000 check. Hallelujah. I'm standing in the house of God telling you a $40,000 check. And know what he said? He said, oh my God. But see, you got to believe what God tells yeah. you to do. You got to have a connection with God. You have to have a relationship with yeah. God. To know what he told you to do. And be obedient and do it. Obedient is better than sacrifice, my brothers and sisters. So after that happened, my husband don't question that anymore. Amen. This year, when I told him, let's go get another opinion, he, has, he got up and let's go. Because you got to live to work. That's right. They got to know your life. How are you going to follow somebody that, that ain't living it? My Lord. You my got Lord. to live what you preach. Amen. And then if you live what you preach, they're going to see the anointing of your life. The Holy Ghost is powerful, but you got to be led in God by the Holy Ghost. This year, I had to come out of my business to take care of my brother, which is sick, my Lord. and my husband. But look at God. Look at God. Look at me standing here. Yes. Look at God. Everybody say, how are you doing it? God. God doing it. I was blessed this year yes. with a hundred and some thousand dollars. And Lord. I have not been in my business in That's a year. Right. My business been closed almost two years. But do. look at God. Look at God. God will do it, y'all. Yes. But you got to give. When he tell you to give. Who he told you to give. Yes. You got to be obedient. And God will move on your behalf. That's right. He said, you never see no righteous ah. forsaken nor his seed begging bread. I stand on God's word today. Lord, I thank you. Wow. Amen. I want to thank every one of you for sharing with us and for learning from one another. Believe it or not, I learn from you. It's it's always a joy to be able to tell people I'm still under construction. And so all of us. And thank you for sharing your testimony. You never know who's somebody sitting in the audience. 
that is touched by your story today. I thank you, choir, for helping us. Amen. Amen. What a blessing. I'm grateful to all of you. I wish you a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Shall we all stand? Pastor Kofi, will you please come and pray for all of us? Please wish somebody a happy Thanksgiving next to you. Just thank them for being in the house. Amen. God bless you. Father, we thank you. For you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Father God, we thank you because you are God and besides you there is no other. There is none like you, oh God. Oh God, we extol you today. We lift you up, oh God. Oh Lord, and we just say thank you. We thank you for waking us up this morning and for starting us on our way. Father God, we thank you for life. Lord, we thank you for our children, for our family, for spouses. Lord God, we thank you. Father, we thank you that all is well with each of us. All is well in our homes. All is well in our body. All is well in our family, in our city, state, and our nation. All is well, and we say, thank you, dear God. Oh, Father God, we bless your name on today. Lord God, between Thanksgiving of last year and today, oh God, some are not here. But Lord, we say thank you that we are here, that you have brought us through seen and unseen dangers. Oh God, but we are here. And we say thank you, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, as we go through our day, our week, Father God, help us to keep our minds stayed on you, oh God. Because you said if we do that, you will keep us in perfect peace. And Lord, we thank you. Now, Lord God, as we leave here on today, Father God, we never leave your presence. Keep your hands upon us, oh God. Let no evil befall us, Father God. Oh God, I pray the blessings. Lord, let the blessings of the Lord and the peace of God rest, rule, and abide with each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. You are dismissed.
Yeah. 